welcome to the season two launch of Hashtags and Hangups. I'm so excited. I'm excited for a lot of different reasons. First and foremost, I'm excited because I have three of my favorite people here with me. Um, and it's my birthday. So <laughs> year 27 is officially um, going down. And I'm excited about all of the things that God has in store for this year. And I'm super excited to just start this new chapter along with this new season with three of my best friends. So I'm gonna go ahead and introduce everybody. Um, here with me to my, what is this? This is my right. You on my right this side. This is your whole right. <laughs> <laughs> this is my girl, Nicole. You guys uh, will remember her from the season one finale where um, she and I had a chance to chat with my other bestie from way back, Carmen. Yes, Carmen uh, was on the show a couple of times last season, and she's just, you know, my favorite person on the planet. And then last but certainly not least is my girl, Ehud. <laughs> Hi, Ebony. Ebony was also on the show last season. She and I had a great conversation about pretty, uh, what was it called? Little Fires Everywhere. Little Fires Everywhere, yep, yep. That was a good, was a good conversation, too. Yes, that show. I think so. I thought we did a. I, I want to go watch that show again. I was just yeah. looking back. Did they? Die? I don't know. I, I think it's. I mean, the book is over, so I don't know what they're going to do next. But yeah, I mean, the way they set it up, I'm good with how it ended and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I got questions. <laughs> I got questions. I got definitely have questions. That was our takeaway too. Everyone. Yeah. We would love for there to be a season two. We would totally watch it, but we would also be okay if they didn't do it. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. Okay, ladies. So we've got a lot to talk about. Um, first and foremost, can we just, since everybody is having a drink, just toast to um, a couple of different things. A, Cherie turned to 37 because God is good. Also, God is good because we all survived 2020. Okay. okay. <laughs> Cheers. not only did we survive but on a serious tip y'all like all of our families survived I know that COVID touched a couple of our lives like it got very very close but everybody walked away and when that clock struck midnight on January 1st we were all here and so are all of our families so Mm -hmm. God is good I'm just kidding amen I can't toast. It. I was about to toast her. I was like, I don't think I should toast to God, but <laughs> with liquor in my cup. Toast to God. <laughs> I toast. Water into wine. So I know that you're having a good drink right now. <laughs> it's so good. This is awesome. What are y'all drinking? Um, the name of the company, well, the brand. Hold on, I'm scrolling down here. It's called On the. And it's like premium cocktails. They have like six different versions. So today, tonight we are drinking the jalapeno pineapple margarita. Oh, I love a hot, a spicy margarita. That's the best drink. Just Wait, what's the brand though? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> it is Trace oh. Generation Anis. Can you see it? No. And and I will be getting that. That sounds delicious. Is it pre you is it just just the mixer or does it have tequila in it? It has tequila in it. It's ready to go, girl. All she did was serve it over ice. Did you I love a ready to drink? A little more shot because you know how I do. You know how I like my margaritas. 
speaking of uh, Ebony and her margaritas, so in the, yeah. Yeah. on the very few, this is an authentic Rand- experience. Okay, we don't use no mix around here. We use lines. <laughs> Ebony came over, and for the record, just so that everyone knows, so Nicole and I live together, as you can tell, or I guess you couldn't tell, no. but. What we do, well, current, well, for, at least for the next few, few days, <laughs> Nicole and I live together. I, we'll get into that, you know, later. And maybe we'll feel compelled to tell the whole story. Anyway, she and I live together. And um, Ebony doesn't live very far from us. Carmen is down in Tampa, and I haven't seen her in forever. So it's been over a year already. Yeah. But, um, so Ebony, it's been over my whole entire life. I haven't seen Carmen in person. <gasps> what? That's not true. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, did we forget? No, no we've only been out like twice, maybe once. Once. So we had dinner. Yes, that was the only time though. Because we last year. Yeah, where me and Carmen became second best yeah, friends. That's right. <laughs> Okay, but but back to back to this margarita story. We digress. So Ebony doesn't live far from us, and we have been each other's quarantine crew for the last at this point, are we at a year yet? Very close to it, right? So anyway, on one of the really does feel like it. On one of the occasions that Ebony came over to hang out we did like tacos or something and she made margaritas and all i'm gonna say is nicole couldn't hang i could not <laughs> and it was not, it's not even that strong i wanted some juice with some liquor <laughs> a proper margarita is tequila lime juice simple syrup and that's about it <laughs> the tequila was up to here and then she poured this much juice. Lies. Lies. She, she sprinkled lemon juice. She was like, she's, she's, she's salt, baby. Just enough juice so it can color the, the alcohol. Not true. Ebony, I was like, Ebony, if you don't like me, go ahead. I- Cherie very much enjoyed my margarita. I, did, I had no complaints. I'm just saying. Well, y'all drink like two old ass ladies. No. Excuse me, Jen and Tommy. It's very fresh and British. <laughs> <laughs> All the Brits, I'm European, so we're good. You know what? We're not. We're not doing this. Moving along. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm good right now. She over here pouring it up. I don't know who she pouring it for. <laughs> meanwhile okay y'all so um for people who have not tuned into the show previously and did not um listen for season one i'm super excited because season one we were all audio and season two as you can see we have upped the game around here we are now both um video and audio so if you're listening and streaming then and you would ever like to just see the shenanigans that are happening just hit me on instagram hashtags and hangups and see all of the foolery because this is sure to be a very fun episode with these people on this camera right here Mm -hmm. 
Um, okay, y'all. So lots to talk about today. We've already toasted to surviving 2020. Let's take a second though and talk about what do y'all think was your biggest lesson from 2020? Like, what are you taking away from it? Who's going first? I don't know. Who's ready? <laughs> like I'll say one, two, three. Not it. <laughs> I was gonna say you because you, Ebony, because you mentioned it first. Oh. First, that means okay. Here we all you're like. Um, so probably for me, um, the biggest lesson is to just like live life to the fullest. Um, I think that I personally, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm always waiting for like the right time to do X, Y, or Z, um, the, you know, and you know, even down to like wearing something that you really love and you're like waiting for this like occasion or like obviously bigger things going certain places and you're like, oh, I'm going to wait until this occasion or that occasion to go here or to see these people or whatever. And I guess it's like, and I'm not even going to take it as far as to like tomorrow's not promised, but just the ability to go outside is not promised. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, don't wait. It's not that it's, yes, tomorrow's not promised. And there's been a lot of loss and death, but on a, like bringing it all the way down, like literally just being stuck in the house for however many months it's been now. How many months has it been? 10 months, nine, 10 months. Like what, like, I long for the day when I can just put on a dress, but like, I could have been doing that every day. You know what I'm saying? Like the small things. So just, just live, live life, do, do whatever it is that you want to do that makes you happy every single day. Like, don't wait because you could be locked in your house for 10 months. (laughs) Plus, right. Yeah. So, you know, just small things, appreciate the small things and just live life. And don't like wait for things to be perfect because there's like literally no such thing. And I'm a perfectionist. So that's like me speaking to myself. That's real. Before I let else go, when you said um, about perfection, I'm trying to remember who I was talking to recently, but they've said that perfection is the biggest lie. And I was like, dang, that's real. I don't Yeah. If I could remember who I heard it from, I would totally, yeah. but it stuck with me. And that's so true to your point. Cause the time it is. Just do it. If something makes you happy, just go for it. So that's my commitment to myself is to just live and go for it and do the things that I want to do. Wear the things that I want to wear, go the places that I want to go, talk to the people that I want to talk to, eat the things that I want to eat. Just do it because the opportunity may not present itself later or you might put something off for so long that like the opportunity it passes you right by and you didn't even notice it so true all right carmen you ready your biggest lesson from 2020 this is not a new lesson as much as this was reinforced i think during this time but just having faith and like really leaning on that and relying on the fact that you've got to just trust 
that things will turn out right or you know things will um, they're not always going to be as you want them but they'll they'll work out as they should and I think during 2020 so many things I had so many highs and hella lows where I'd be like oh this is the worst like and then you know you just gotta trust it something is gonna turn around and you know not always look at the negatives of things so like there are bright sides I joked to y'all before we got on here but I was like you know live with somebody you like like I married a dude who's my homie so like we had a good ass time during the pandemic but I can't say that's always the case so having just having faith in general you know no I lost a job but then I got a new one so like just feeling like you know what things aren't always going to be exactly as you want them but you got to trust that trust the process trust God God got you you know he's the best planner at least for me in my life so knowing that like he ain't gonna leave me out there so even when things feel crazy you know be willing to step out on faith also trust when I say trust the process I think I told y'all about this before but I got a therapist and I was like this is the best shit I ever did why didn't I think to do this before like I think a lot of that you know really a lot of really good things happened during that time, but it was also me just saying, you know what, God's got me. I got faith that this is going to work out. And so, even though I'm still in the house, and Florida is, you know, open, like they don't care down here, um, we are all healthy. And so, I got to be, I got to count my blessings for that. So, yeah, that's it. I am going to co sign. Um, Nicole, I'm going to end up making you laugh just because I'm, I'm what Carmen said is our definitely my biggest lesson like trusting God like that and not necessarily that my faith has ever been something I've struggled with but it's always been something that I've always wanted to just strengthen and I try to every year just get closer and closer to God and 2020 really tested that for me and there were times where I had conversations with a guy like yo I'm mad at you and I was like this is not the way this was supposed to have been working out this is not what we talked about this is not what I asked um and it's just funny because and I've shared this you guys all know all of the drama that is my life um but I have shared with a few other people that I, generally speaking, I'm always a very optimistic person. I have had like, everybody has bad days. Everyone is entitled to those. I believe very strongly in allowing yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, um, get it out and then, all right, let's move on. Like, let's find a solution. But I'll be honest, like the last six months of 2020 took me out and it took me a very long time to get over the hump. Like I struggled a ton. Um, but it's so funny because again, called out to God the entire time and the last month y'all, God said, all right, we about to make some things happen. We changing some stuff. I'm moving back to Atlanta. Surprise for anybody who doesn't know, but literally it was moving back to Atlanta, um, setting you up for some other opportunities. And it went from, all right, God, I think it's time. I think my time in LA is, is winding down. I think maybe next summer to, well, maybe April to God said, no, you were going to leave in January. And I said, well, okay. And it's just funny because again, he is always on time. And Carmen said it so eloquently, his plan is always better than ours. And every time I started to think like, 
He's not hearing me. He's kind of leaving me out there. When he does act, I'm reminded in that moment, like, all right, God, I see you. I see what you're doing. And that has definitely been my biggest takeaway. So I'm excited about um, what he has in store for 2021 and even beyond, but definitely like we became super tight in 2020. And that was a very important lesson. I'm I'm glad for everything that I went through because I know it strengthened my relationship with God. And I'm so thankful for that. Thanks, friend. Yes, to all of that. I'm with you. Yes. Um, I would say for me, it's like three things. So one is being patient with myself. Um, I'm way too hard. I don't, you know, verbalize it to every to other people, but I'm I just need to let stuff go and which kind of leads to the second one, which is just doing. So whenever I feel like something is too big for me, um that is DoorDash. Oh. I'm calling me right now. Um, hold on, because he might be lost in the your tender greens. <laughs> My tender greens, girl. Chad. This is exciting. What did Let's you get? What did she get? Well, well, we were and I, we are gonna pick up and say, all right, Nicole, so what'd you end up getting for tender greens? Because we talked about oh. you want to inquire in minds wanna know. <laughs> um I got Chipotle chicken, all dark meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Um, <laughs> roasted potatoes and arugula salad. So I'm pretty excited about that. So yeah. what we're eating on the channel? Why not? So good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, okay, so we're gonna pick back up with your your three things. Okay. Yeah. Um you can pick up from your, your second thing. Okay. So the second thing is doing, and that's not to get overwhelmed. There are things that I want to accomplish in life. And normally when I get overwhelmed, I just say, I can't do it. And then there's so many dreams and things that I want to do that are just stuck up here or on paper and is it just has never gotten done. So being more patient with myself and doing, and then um, being more present. So whenever I have a Zoom call, I mean, not Zoom call, like whenever I FaceTime my family, that I was like, Nicole, you need to take more time and just be in the present time with your family. And like this past Christmas, I mean, even if they got on my nerves, which is very easy for them to do, I just took it in with all joy. I'm just like, you know what? I can't stand you right now, but you know what? I love you. You yeah. know, my family, we've only been able to see each other. This is our first time. And like you had mentioned earlier, you know, we're healthy, we're here. And, you know, so just being more present when I'm around people, especially my family, and then doing and all other things. So. Well, listen, y'all, I think they're amazing. I think um, I want to take on everything that y'all all said, too. Like, that is real. Being present and in the moment is real life. Nicole's <laughs> eating her tender greens. Um, but that is a really good one, being present in the moment. I, a lot of times, struggle with that. Um, thinking about what's next and what else I need to do instead of just enjoying the time. And I think the last few weeks of December, I made a point to do that. So when mm-hmm. I was I was home 
um, in Atlanta from like right before Thanksgiving through the first of the year. And towards the latter part of December, I was like, no, I'm going to be present with my family. Um, my parents turned 72 at the end of last year. Um, Health-wise, they're doing so much better. They're continuing to progress or to, to progress. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the correct way to pronounce it in that term or in that context rather. <laughs> um, but I mean, when it's all said and done, you know, you just, to Ebony's point earlier, you just don't know. So you have to enjoy the moment and um, not wait and enjoy your people. So I'm excited about that. All right. So lots of lessons learned. What's going to be your theme? For Sorry, what were you going to say, Ebony? No, I was going to just say like, it, like, like as tragic and sad as this time has been, I think I had shared an article with you guys like really early on about like how this time has really forced everyone to kind of, well, not everyone, but many people <laughs> to like center, to like recenter their lives around the things that are so important, like culturally um, in the United States, like we're so consumed with like achievement, um, consumption and like you know when you visit other countries and like family taking holiday vacation um, sustainability like all of those things are like more central in their lives and here we are just like super consumers and we're like obsessed with like more 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 stuff more money more accolades like and you know the this um pandemic has really forced us especially here it's a it's a pandemic so clearly it's everywhere but here in the U.S. um for those that were that were receptive it forced us to really reground ourselves in the things that really make us happy that really give us joy and comfort and um I guess you know this is not going to last forever we will you know emerge from this at some point hopefully in the near future um and I just hope that we don't lose some of that um centering ourselves on like hate to be like super cliche but like the things that really matter because all of the stuff that we consume and acquire and all the money in the world and all of the achievements and stuff like that you know those things are not what really 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 cements your legacy it's like the mark that you leave um on the world and or it doesn't even have to be as broad as the world or as macro, like just on your family, your community. So anyway, I think that that's like, this time has been this really like, I don't know, weird thing where it's been like the most painful, but also like the most enlightening time of our lives. 
totally um it's like the most transformative but also like I clearly very painful with the amount of loss uh, that we've experienced um on a communal level but also just like has 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 had the ability to transform us into something I don't want to use the word better because that feels like too small it's like something bigger or something more meaningful something more impactful so anyway I just wanted to close out that section with that statement it's if you're willing to allow this time to transform you like you you will emerge on the other side um with with a better sense of your purpose yeah (laughs) definitely yeah that was definitely one of the things that I talked about a couple of times in season one I just wanted to come out on the other side of it better than I was when I went into it and I feel like because of all the things you just said Ebony I am like I'm just in a you guys know (laughs) that even like trying to close out certain chapters in life and and move past them I'm so much closer to walking fully in my purpose um Mm -hmm. now than I was even three months ago let alone a year ago so I agree with you wholeheartedly yeah Yeah. okay y'all so again we took so much away from 2020 I think just you know what again not only did we survive it and to every to people who are listening and or watching um we don't take any of what we just said lightly I think all of us Carmen mentioned it too we had some great highs and me personally I had some of the lowest lows I've had aside from I'm and so when I say that um if all you did was survive 2020 yo you are winning and I think Um, hopefully everyone who is watching and are listening can take something away from what we've shared and say, you know what, these were lessons. Like I I do remember that because I'm sure that there are some people I've seen families who have just been devastated and hit very hard um, from COVID. And I, I can't imagine. Um, So my, our our prayers, I'm going to just speak on behalf of everybody that our prayers continue to go out to um, those people and their family members and um, their struggle as they adjust to this new normal. Um, But again, if you're here on, and by the time this posts, it'll be January 12th. If you are here on January 12th, you've got something to celebrate. Like God said, you still have a purpose. As cliche as that sounds, excuse me, sounds, um, there's a reason you're still here. So um, definitely think we should all bask in that. Um, And since we are still here, what is going to be your theme for 2021? What do you guys want to like let it be your overarching when things get tough and hard you're going to say to yourself this is what I'm setting out to do in 2021. I have two comments really one the main one is about accountability and I feel like um I need to be more accountable to myself not not accountability to anyone else but like I set goals for myself every year and I want to do this whole thing and we sit down and we map them out and we write and all this jazz. I didn't do that this year. I mean, kind of, but not really. Um, to Cherie's point, I'm just trying to make it. Hopefully, it's not another redo. It's not, it's not tracking very well, you know, <laughs> a couple days in, but we're going to just see it's going to be a good year. Um, 
but I set all these goals and then I just eventually let them go. And this year I didn't set those goals, but the main one I want to just make sure that I am doing is being accountable to myself in many, many ways. Like there are things like to, to um, Nicole's point, I don't, I don't finish, I don't finish it. Like I want to, like you start stuff, finish it, like do the things, like do the thing, whatever it is. You start a face routine, y'all, I've been working. I'm so bad at like self-care in general, just not a thing for me. Um, I'm a mom, I work a really demanding job and I just do, that's the one thing I'm like, oh, I got through all the rest of this shit. I'm just letting go. <laughs> Good skin. I'm getting old. Y'all gotta have my my shit gotta be glowing and everything. And I can't have acne. You look amazing, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I was about to say your skin looks great. To my new routine, so I'm trying to be accountable to this. I mean, that's a small thing, but just in general. And then um, also with being accountable to myself, I mentioned I have a demanding job. Is about boundaries. So that's why I said it's kind of two things, but this still falls under. I don't set them. I have to start and I do not require people to abide by my boundaries. Like I'll say like, you know, I had this rule. I said from 5.30 to 7 is Sophie time. That's the only time I get with my baby during the day, y'all. 5.30 p.m. to 7. If she goes to sleep, it's 6.45. So it's not a ton of time. It's literally dinner, bedtime, bedtime. And then I found myself at 6 15 sitting there still working on my laptop, knowing that I have to log back in at seven. It's not that my night is over. It's just that I'm going to start working again. And I won't even sign off after I set the boundary. I told my team, I'm not available during this time. And then the fall, we got busy and it was election and it was Christmas and it was holidays. Like everything was happening, I just let it go. So I'm picking that back up. So things that I say that I'm going to do, that's also just being accountable to myself. I'm going to do them. So that is my goal for, I'm not setting anything else. Like I'm not saying that self-care is my routine. Like my routine is my goal. It's just, you know, you say you want to do something, just do it. That's my aspiration for 2021. Um, so that's that. Do you guys, uh, well, you kind of already said it, but do you guys believe in like your word for the year? No. I mean, I kind of sometimes I do have I said accountability that is that's I guess a word for the year I usually don't I mean by February usually all this is <laughs> that I made up in December but I try um well, okay. you do a word Ed? I do okay so I guess that's a segue for me because I'm actually going to carry mine from last um year from 2020 into 2021 and actually oh I have the virtual background I don't know if you guys can nope that ain't gonna work but <laughs> anyway I actually keep it on my laptop like so that it's always there and then yeah so anyway it is the word is claim um or like so my 2019 word <laughs> Just, I'm going to take it all the way back. My 2019 word was fearless. Um, I am, a, I've said this in many conversations, Cherie probably, and I think Nicola as well, for sure. I'm like a very cautious, calculated person. I don't take risks. Like I have a reputation amongst friends and at work for being like a, an avid researcher. Like I don't, just jump like I'm a very much like I need to understand that all the inner workings of how things 
Like by the time I do something, I know I'm, I have like 99.9% .9 certainty <laughs> exactly what the outcome is going to be, how it's going to work, all the steps, like all the things. So my 2019 word was fearless and um, learning how to, to be more, to take risks. Like oftentimes, like I read all these books and like a lot of people, their best work was a gut thing. It was like, they they birthed something purely out of like passion. I think this is going to work. I'll figure it out along the way. So that was my 2019 word. And then my 2020 word was the evolution of that, which was just not only, not only breaking that cycle of being afraid to leap, but also like claiming it, like, like going a step beyond fear, but like, no, actually like, this is who I am. Like, I am a X, Y, Z, whatever it is. I'm not afraid to, to be that. And actually I am that. Um, and I'm carrying that forward into 2021 because I feel like I didn't get to fully, <laughs> I didn't get to fully live that out in, in to the extent that I wanted. And I also just am still, I feel like in that same place, um, where there's a lot of things that I guess there's a lot of things that um I want it's so weird it's not things that I want to do it's more things that I want to become which is weird or not weird but it's like it's not like I want to do x things I want to become a person who Oh, I love that, Ebony. Yeah, I, I want to become a person who, I guess it all goes back to what I said earlier, who is living life to the fullest, who is not being held hostage by fears. So it's like all kind of goes together. It's like, I'm not afraid. I am claiming the things that I want to become and, and I'm moving forward in that direction, if that makes sense. Um, so... I, yeah, I, I, I feel like that's still appropriate for the phase of life that I'm in, um, as it relates to, you know, my career, my, um, like, I don't know, my personal life, like just all of the things, like I want to become a person who is feel fulfilled Oh, yes. Um, beyond just like surviving, and it's not that I'm just surviving because I'm doing very well. Um, so it's not that, but it's like, again, I am very calculated, so I I make all the right decisions for all the right reasons. But does that mean that I'm actually like living my fullest? You know what I'm saying? And am I the person who I want to be? Um where I'm like fully fulfilled and feel like I'm fully walking in my purpose or am I just checking the boxes because like it makes sense because I am the person who does the thing that makes sense so and I often yeah so and I need to like kind of claim the person that's walking in her purpose <laughs> you know? there's a lot of power in claiming yeah I mean and not just allowing it to happen by chance, right? Like it's purposeful. Yeah. You want your job so. to deal with the 
that, that you want to do or become. So that's the best part. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I agree. And, you know your theme, your word. Go ahead. No, did you have some, were you done? Well, I was going to say, and I think the thing that's so powerful too about claiming is when you arrive there, like I'm sure you guys have seen like a lot of chatter and stuff on social about like imposter complex or like would like when you get in that space where you're walking in your purpose you're likely going to feel like you're not supposed to be there mm -hmm. like you're not qualified you haven't especially when you're stepping out of your comfort zone right it's for somebody like me when I'm stepping outside of my it makes sense box and I get in there I feel like oh I'm not good enough or like I don't have the qualifications or like I don't have the skill set or whatever. Like again, that's that fear complex, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get in that space and you're blessed and you're walking in your purpose and you feel like you're not supposed to be there, but you have to like claim it. Like, no, I am supposed to be here. I am the person who I said I wanted to become or who God said I was supposed to become. And I'm here. Like I this is it. <laughs> like claim it. So all of those things. <laughs> Imposter syndrome is so real. Like, I have been at work a lot, and y'all, I've been doing marketing for 15 years. Like, I, I should not have it. Like, I, I should not have these feelings, but too more often than I would like to admit, it happens. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just like, oh, I don't really know if, like, I don't know if they should be giving me this type of role. Like, why wouldn't I be, why wouldn't? someone consider mm -hmm. for that it's so crazy like how it just sets you up especially I think for black women right yes especially when you're up against mediocreness elsewhere I'm just saying like yeah it's like oh damn I, but I do know what I'm doing but for some reason always second guessing yeah greatness. I just, you know, it feels wow. like when you're the only I mean not that this is the only reason where this well, this is not the only root cause of the imposter syndrome but like for black women in particular when you are the only one in your space and you have to like claw your way to get there even though you were more qualified oftentimes than other people in that space you feel like wait, am I supposed to be here? Like, do I actually know what I'm doing? Do I actually know what I'm talking about? But you do, like, a girl. And that kind of goes back to what I had learned in 2020. Like, you just have to do it. You literally have to do it. And I had signed up for this writer's workshop. And it kind of just, what I got from that was allowing God to show me what he can do through me with what I am very skeptical of, which I'm very skeptical of what I can accomplish, which is sad. So y'all, I'm pretty sure this is obvious, like, you know, like English, I hated English class. I hate writing. Like I hated everything <laughs> about my English courses. And I just was in that course and was like, okay, we're going to do whatever we need to do. And we're going to get out. Even if the lowest or the highest grade is a C, we're going to take that and soar to the next level. But when I was thinking about like my place, like where can I be um, with what I want to do? Is it, are you going to like produce? Are you going to write? Are you going to do the X, Y, Z? I've always said, I'm not going to write. 
And I was like, no, 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 we're, we're not going to do that. And then <laughs> I say, we, me, her up here, <laughs> her, like, you know, like, we be our patients. And I'm just like, girl, what we about to do? <laughs> and mental breakdowns. And then, you know, Miss Attitude would be like, go for it. Because we're going we're gonna to be an entire bitch today. So it's, it's like um, when a friend of mine asked me to help me with one of his scripts. And I was like, why are you even asking me that? And he was like, because I think you're funny. And I was like, yeah, but that's through conversation. He was like, no. Oh. storyteller, by the way. Sorry. That's, yeah. I mean, right. And that I was hard. like, I can't. Who? Storytelling, yes. Go for yeah. it. Come on. Right. Yeah. So like, I kept saying over and over and over, and it goes back to words very powerful. I said, I am not. I kept saying, I am not a writer. Mm. I, am, I am not this. I'm not that. And he was like, but you are. And I was like, I'm so tired of talking to you about this. And he was like, <laughs> we're going to write. And so that kind of helped. It was kind of a, a bit of a segue into what I'm just doing mm -hmm. now. And, and the writer's course that I'm a part of, like I've been just kind of going with the floor and trying to figure it out. And then I just said, I really don't want to pay this. <laughs> but I, there's something about this, this woman and what she's offering. I think I want to really just take this class. This has been broken down and has been the biggest blessing I feel like I have been back, like I'm back in college. It's bringing up old habits, you know, procrastinating, doing things at the last minute. And I stress and I cry again, but I'm so happy about it. Oh, and then our last session, um, she has said that, hold on. Oh, you're gonna cry, Nicole. And said, she was like, Nicole, you are doing so good. And like, it was just confirmation that I'm heading in the right direction. And it was like, I was on my way home and I was driving. And then it was just so much, I know how I feel about receiving love or accomplishments. It was so much like, I was so overwhelmed with joy. I had to take a minute with God. I was like, let me pull over to the side of the road oh. before I have an accident. And then I was just like, God, you are working, which is not a lot for him, but it, to me, it feels like he's working so hard to show me like my child, like I love you. And then whatever you feel like you fall short, I'm going to go over and beyond and show you what I can do through you. So it's like for 2021, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to fall back and just let God do whatever he wants to do. And for the longest, I haven't felt like I just accomplished. I felt, again, like I just felt like I was just doing and I'm just trying to hang on. I'm just trying to fit in. And then I was hanging on to, if I responded in a negative way, I'm trying to figure things out. And I was like, Nicole, that was a moment of you, you know, like you had, you are not that person. That was just a moment. So it's just like, don't let those moments label you. And then it stops you from moving forward. Mm -hmm. So, and then people would try to remind you, you remember when you did X, Y, Z, and I'm like, yeah. And it was rough that day. <laughs> day yes. You know, I'm not gonna match it. I'm not gonna match your energy, especially, especially like right now. So, you know, I'm working, like, you know, I do my job. And then after that, <laughs> it's like, I have to cut off. Like she, and I know she's laughing because I'm just like, I have to cut off. I'm, yeah. I, I'm like, let's take off the work hat, let's put on the writer's hat. And I literally, and I know it probably, there was a moment where you we were just like, what? 
<laughs> Nicole ain't talking to nobody. She is locked <laughs> up in this room. Yes. Like, I had to send you that text message. I had to send you a text message, y'all. I said, heifer. You <laughs> just keep ignoring me. Like, <laughs> up here. It's been a whole week. <laughs> it's just, man, I was like, God, all right, I'm going to go with the flow. And so the other two things is just to be bold and more confident in myself. And yeah, I can laugh and, you know, like tell stories and I can, you know, like be the life of the party, I guess, whenever I feel like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but it's just like, I just didn't have enough confidence in myself to say like, I'm capable of doing this. So that's just, um, and you go and it ties in again to, you have to just do the work. Absolutely. And then yeah. trust yourself, because there's a lot of content out here that I've watched <laughs> and I appreciate it and I respect it because you are doing it. Um, but I'm like, well, Nicole, you didn't go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying like, and that's just, I'm saying like, I'm trying to lower my standards. Like if you can do it, I definitely know I can do it. <laughs> but no, it's just like, I just, you're literally doing it. You're going through the process. You're, you're just doing it. So I'm very, very um, happy about where I'm at and just going with the flow and what he's doing. I love like that. that so. I love that. It's so funny you saying that, that last segment, it reminds me, I tell people all the time that um, for those of you who are, are listening, the Nicole and I met back in, I don't even know, like 2010, Nine. yeah, 2009, 2010, something like that. Um, and I've always said that our friendship was a divine appointment. And um, when Nicole moved back to Houston, I think you moved back right before I moved to LA. So you moved back in 2011 and then I moved to LA in 2012. And um, whenever we would connect, cause we didn't talk all the time, but whenever we did, it was literally God saying, this is who you need to talk to. And I would always walk away from our conversations saying like, gosh, and I'd felt God's presence every single time. But one of the, I'll never forget one of the conversations that we had, we talked about us being afraid to go for what it is we wanted. Mm -hmm. And we talked about other people being in spaces where we wanted to be. And we would say no shade, but it was like, my level of quality is better than what they're putting out. What I have to offer is better than what they're doing. And I would do this this way and their logo isn't great and I can design something better than that. And in that conversation, conversation excuse me, we both stopped and we said, but you know, the difference between them and us is they're doing it and we're not. Mm -hmm. And so that stuck with me. And I shared a lot in season one about how I'm consistently inconsistent. And that is something that I'm just going to have to own that I will always have to work on. Um, <clears throat> and I think last year I got better, but it's still something again that I struggle with and I'm very cognizant of it. And I remember hearing once that that which you are unconscious of controls you. So you have to acknowledge when there is an issue so that you're aware of it and you can continue to work on it. So that is one of the things that I am very aware of that I'm consistently inconsistent. Mm -hmm. But hearing that again is just um, reminding us that you're right we said it before, the imposter syndrome, y'all, we are dope and we have some amazing things to offer this world. We can't be so caught up thinking that we're not good enough or what we have 
the world doesn't need because it does. Like we wouldn't be here in this moment doing this podcast if God didn't say, just go and do it. And I finally listened. And I think that's one of the things, that's probably my theme for 2021, which is saying yes more and being obedient to God. So when I hear him um, and he's telling me something, and of course, it's going to be extremely important, meaning that that means as I'm making decisions, I got to make sure I'm consulting God, right? Like you can't be out here trying to do this on your own. Um, But I do like, I don't, to Ebony's point, you had fear in, um, I fearless in 2019. That's part of my wanting to say yes. Like, don't be afraid. Don't miss out on opportunities and just go for it try it. The worst that will happen is you don't like it and you do something else. Like it's not, um, it's not the end of the, exactly not the end of the world. Like it is what it is. I'm not going to be out here. I mean, I'm saying to us not be out here doing things illegal. So, so we don't have to worry about something like that. But I just, um, that's, I think my, my theme is, <laughs> it's so funny. I know Shonda Rhimes wrote a book called the year of yes. And yeah. that, I haven't read it yet, but I think that's something that I'll add to my list of books to read in 2021, because that's kind of where I am. And it's so funny because 2021 also marked year 37 for me. And I was looking on um, Facebook memories, which is probably the one thing that I enjoy about Facebook is going back to see the memories. Like that's like my favorite thing. Um, But as I was preparing to turn 27, I just remember being super excited about that year. And for some reason, the sevens are just that's it for me. I still remember turning seven. I had this feeling when I turned seven, like, Ooh, I'm seven. Like I'm not a baby anymore. Like it was a big deal. I felt the same way when I turned 17 and 27. And it's funny not to put all this pressure on this particular year, but when I turned 27, I, I entered a master's or no, I had just finished my master's program, um, visited LA, decided to move to LA and like all of that happened. And I turned 28 right after I moved to LA back in 2012. But um, I have that same feeling, y'all, of something dope is on the other side and that is happening this year. And I want to say yes to whatever that is. And that means I'm saying yes to myself, um, saying no to other people. Um, If it doesn't fit my purpose, if it doesn't fit what God has planned for me, I am okay saying no and trusting that process and trusting that God's got it. And I think um, something great is going to happen this year. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait. Do we have any last parting words? Oh, shout out, 20 seconds time out. What we didn't talk about is politics. And not that I want to, we're not going to dive into it. It's not. But I do want to take a second though and shout out um, our Madam Vice President. And that was definitely one of highlights of 2020 for me and I because the last part of the year had just been so heavy when they finally announced that Biden and Harris had won y'all I remember sitting on my couch and the tears were just flowing from my face and as I was sitting there watching them announce Kamala Harris as the new vice president I thought to myself and I texted Carmen and I said she is a black woman from Howard University, who is an AKA. That is my best friend, y'all. That is Carmen. That is and literally it- me. <laughs> the vice president, not yet. No, I would never be, but um, she is literally my profile, which tripped me out. Like, it's so dope. 
and I cried. I we cried. On, we was over there booing on the on the phone together, like with some crazy people. Yeah, that was definitely a highlight. You know, let's talk Clubhouse for a second because I have not been invited yet. I'm just saying. Oh, I'll invite you. I should stay on or not. How do you feel about it? I'm ready to go. <laughs> so tell me. It's, 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 it's Sorry, Clubhouse. I mean, <laughs> well, they said Instagram is just getting ready to launch something similar, so it won't be around much longer. I'm sure. Instagram. Or they tell you. So, so the thing about it. We got it. No <laughs> the, the thing about it that's that I struggle with is there are some good rooms with actual experts, but there's a whole lot of rooms with a whole bunch of people who just like to hear themselves talk and have zero expertise in anything or have not enough expertise in the topic that they're talking about. So like, I'm sure you guys have seen that one me or that me or the video floating around with the girl who's like so I got my start <laughs> and doing stage plays when I was six years old and I made my debut in mama don't drop that thunder <laughs> that is basically what it is like Literally. there's people on there who are like I'm like like it's- what do who makes totally you an expert on this? Like, where are you getting your facts? Like, that actually, what you said, just doesn't even actually make sense. Like, <laughs> it's just—it it reminds me of like a chat room or like a um, oh. like an old school. We didn't have—I don't—I don't think we had this, but you know, like I know in the Midwest they had where you could just like dial into a line, like a call line, and like that's party how people line. used to date and shit. You like party party lines or whatever, and that's literally what it seems like. Except oh, it's on steroids. One is on steroids. It's so many people who are just talking shit that don't have nothing. They're not saying nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. what are you talking about? So that's, um, that's a big part of it. And so, and if you're not, I should not say this. This is going to sound really shitty. But like, if you are, if you are an expert at something, I'm more than welcome hearing from you. But if you're just like, just okay at something, don't want you shouldn't be on the stage tell me you shouldn't be hosting these people are moderating discussions and kicking people off the stage and everything else you know when they don't want them to talk yeah like, but you shouldn't be like you just shouldn't this shouldn't be a thing so. like, i'm all for experts i like experts <laughs> i think those are the people that we should listen to when we're trying to figure out how to <laughs> in whatever field (laughs) makes sense yeah those are who i'm trying to talk to i mean let me be honest with you don't come over to hashtags and hangups thinking that you're getting ready to learn something amazing we're just going to talk about something encourages you to have some follow-up conversations with your friends and share with me on social you know i'm here for it probably still am I feel confident in you to invite an expert now that i would do if we're going to talk about something then we would but um all right y'all it's been amazing i know that we've been chatting for a while now i can't wait to see what the edited version turns out to be (laughs) um but i just want to thank you guys for joining me on this season two launch of hashtags and hangups it's um sure to be a fun season i am already looking forward to speaking of 
having guests. They may not be experts in these, but they will be fun to talk to. <laughs> I'll still listen. No, I'm just kidding. Those <laughs> who listen to your mediocre guests. <laughs> Joking. Oh, right. Right. We have opinions. Our mediocre uh, <laughs> lifestyle. Oh my gosh, too funny. Um, but thank you again for celebrating with me. I'm celebrating my birthday, celebrating the launch of season two. Um, <laughs> I will say that um this was a special launch day on um a Tuesday since my birthday fell on a Tuesday, but next week catch me on Monday. I will drop um, episode two. But thank you guys for listening. I'm super excited to continue this journey. I can't wait to see what all we discover about life and each other and new challenges and how we overcome them and all of the amazing things that God has in store for us in 2021. I thank you guys for listening and for joining me on this journey. And I can't wait for what's next. Thank you. Bye. Bye.